Welcome to the Northwoods Distilled Podcast, where we feature one community in the Northwoods region of the United States each episode. We cover the history of the area, the local events, sites, and small businesses, as well as the local cuisine, restaurants, and beverages. Our goal is to encourage exploration, recreation, and tourism in the region while helping the many small businesses of the area grow and thrive. Welcome to revisit episode number two. We're revisiting Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which also was episode number two. Is it really? Nice. Isn't that cyclical? Yeah. (laughs) Everything comes back around, I suppose. It does. Yeah. So for those of us, for those of you who are joining us, perhaps for the first revisit, this is only our second one. These are going to be shorter episodes, 10 to 15 minutes, where we're going to go back to communities that we've already visited and share some of the things that we didn't get a chance to talk about the first time because there's obviously way more in any of these communities than we could cover in a single episode. So today we're going to be doing that for Sheboygan. And before we move in, is there anything, Dan, that you want to... I don't think we have any admin notes, just excited to be back talking about some of the new stuff. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about is an event that is coming to Sheboygan, and that is the Mercury Racing Midwest Challenge, which is a boating race. And I'm going to let Dan talk about this, but... I do think it's interesting. We were talking in the in the before we started recording that Sheboygan is becoming a national or even international destination because of all of these pro sporting events that they're hosting now. So between multiple PGA tournaments at Whistling Straits and Black Wolf Run, I think had a female LPGA tournament yep, of yep. some type, uh, and then we've got NASCAR racing out at the track there. Yep. And then now this, which Dan, you were reading up and you said this is kind of on par with some of the bigger races in the world. Yeah. Well, this is really interesting to me. I didn't know much about powerboat racing before we heard that this was coming. So I had to do a little exploring, but this is basically F1 and P1 racing it's called. And so these are those crazy powerboats you see like down in Florida or off the coast of you know, somewhere in Europe that's nice and warm where they have real big engines and they're very long and they have the encapsulated crew with all the info and stuff. And then when they crash, they explode in spectacular fashion. So this is like some pretty intense stuff. But Mercury Marine is a really major employer in the area. So they're, they're actually not based in Sheboygan. They're based straight west in Fond du Lac, but they're only about 40 minutes away and they're, they're literally a straight line west from Sheboygan. And they're a big deal. I mean, obviously, Mercury Marine has been producing, you know, engines of various mm-hmm. types for all sorts of marine-related stuff for, you know, generations now. And apparently, they're one of the major... They, they may even be the major. Like, I'm not an expert on this, so I, I can only speak so clearly on it. But they may be the race motor maker or or the one that's sanctioned for these bodies. Mm. I don't know if there are others along with them, but from what I was reading, some of the, I believe it was the P1 boats actually are like required to use certain engine parameters and and Mm -hmm. those come from Mercury. So, you know, obviously it makes sense that they're sponsoring this, but Sheboygan's a great spot as far as lakefront goes. Like they have the little outcropping. I mean, it's technically a very I like non protruding peninsula. Like it's very, it's very small, but it's got this unique place in Lake Michigan and the lakefront for spectators and for people who live in the community is just fantastic. Like you couldn't get a better 
town of its size or city of its size location to do this. So from how it looks, this is going to be August 11th to the 13th of this year. So coming a little later in the summer. And August 11th, there's going to be a big downtown block party uh, to meet the race teams that are going to be a part of this, see the boats up close. They'll have live music and food and all that good stuff. And then Saturday the 12th, they are doing the kickoff of the race weekend with F1 powerboat racing and then P1 offshore powerboat testing and pole position qualifying. But the other unique thing is apparently they're going to be exhibitioning an all-electric race boat from Mercury that will make its official debut in the E1 World Championship in 2024, wherever that is. <laughs> and then Sunday, the last day, is when they actually have the full day of racing with F1 Powerboat and P1 Offshore. And I'm sure there will be all sorts of you know local events going on along with this. So yeah, to your point, just another major international sporting event coming to the same community, which is really, really cool. And for anybody who doesn't know Sheboygan well, it does have a sailing and, and pretty intense maritime history. And the sailing is kept alive today. There's a really major youth and adult sailing school and organization called Seas. And so we'll post the link to that and you can check out more about it. But you're even able to get your American Sailing basic keelboat certification um, through seas. And, and it's kind of a big thing in Sheboygan, the, the sailing. So I think this is very much in keeping with its history and, and its focus. You know, it's got a lot of water area, obviously. So, yeah. And so we'll, like Dan said, we'll have links for both the Racing Midwest Challenge and Seas Sailing and Boating School. Another cool thing I saw about Seas is they do have an adaptive sailing program. So those who have limited mobility or are visually impaired, they can still teach them. Yep. Yep. Boat. So and it's cool a stuff. great hobby. I mean, you can't go wrong. That's an awesome skill to learn. Especially when you have all that lakefront right. there. <laughs> Helps, yeah. <laughs> so moving from the lake inland, we're going to get into Devour and Imbibe, and we're going to talk about a couple of the places where you can get food and drinks that we didn't cover in the first time around with Sheboygan. So first up is one that Dan and I have been quite a few times, and that's Local Press Eatery. That's located right downtown Sheboygan, among many of the other places that we talked about in the Sheboygan episode. And great place to grab lunch. They have an assortment of different burgers and paninis and different sides that are kind of cool. They've got truffle sidewinders, sweet potato fries, pulled pork, mac, cheese curds, of course, because we're in Wisconsin, various different dipping sauces. And the, all the burgers and sandwiches are kind of build your own. I mean, they have names with different ingredients, but you can customize them as you please. And uh, we've, like I said, we've been in there a few times. I've really enjoyed everything I've had there. I think I've had their burger of the month before. And I think the chicken bacon ranch panini, that was also really good. Yeah. And they, like we talked about in the Green Bay episode last time, the Green Bay Revisit, they also make all of their own patties like in-house and everything. So really good quality. You can see them making the stuff. My go-to there's one called like the Don Juan or the Don Carlo, I think. It's yeah, like a south, southwestern version of a burger, and that is delicious. And I think the standard is Sidewinder fries, right? I think you were talking about that, but they're not the regular ones. They're these Sidewinder curly fries, and they're thicker, though. They're pretty good. And then this yep. is just a great spot, too, for if you have kids or the whole family, 
like the food's good quality. So it's not like going to a, you know, a regular burger joint. It's a little bit better than that, but it's still fast enough. It's still open enough, you know, as far as the actual physical space is. And then their options for, you know, grilled cheese and things like that for kids make it a good option for families too. So they did a great job during COVID of serving food outdoors and creating an outdoor space during, during some of the street festivals and stuff. And I love it. This is one of our go-to's. And we should note, it is definitely a lunch and early dinner. They're open 11 a.m. to 6.45 p.m., and they're closed Sunday and Monday. So Good call. Lunch place, early dinner, and we recommend checking them out. Next up, I've only been here once, but Dan has been here a handful of times, and that's the Weather Center Cafe. And this is located also downtown, but along the river walk area there where a couple of the other restaurants like Parker John's and such that we talked about last time are located. And it's a, it's a nice little cafe in there. I've had a coffee from there before, but I think that's it. They do also have food there. So Dan, I'll maybe let you speak a little bit more to it. Yeah. So the weather center is awesome. I love it because when you're walking along the riverfront, this is the place to get your, your drinks and your food and then be able to keep doing the outdoor thing. And they have a lot of healthy options, but they also have food, like actual meals too, and it's really good. This is one of my wife's favorites, and so she's a big fan of the quesadillas that they make here. They have really good quality quesadillas. And then a bunch of their drinks are like named after, we've seen this with some of the breweries too, named after like Sheboygan history or maritime mm-hmm. history or whatever. So they have some unique options there, but just a great really all year round. I mean, you can go there in the winter too, but especially in the summer when everybody's using the lakefront and the riverfront, this place is just packed in a really popular spot. Excellent. And it's in an old fishing shanty building. So it's got that mm-hmm. look, you know, it's, it's yeah, pretty well, cool. Yeah. Well, quite a few of the restaurants down yep, there have the riverfronts are. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And then the last place we're going to talk about is Johnston's Bakery, which I have not been to. So I will have to lean on Dan for this one, but It looks delicious. Yeah, no, it is. (laughs) And so I got to give a little precursor here because anybody in Sheboygan listening may may be frustrated that we're talking about this one and not all the others. There's there's some bakery rivalries that go on in this Mm. community and there's a lot of really good ones. But Johnston's in the in the Sheboygan City area seems to be one of the more popular where people really like to go and sit. And it's got a beautiful coffee shop and, you know, little like wooden interior cafe space. Great to go with adults and kids. They have a little conference room if you're going to have like a business meeting there. And they take call ahead orders, which is huge. So if you want to like reserve your danishes ahead of time, you can do that. But you do have to call them very early because they sell out fast. So this place is great. And they also make breads and Sheboygan hard rolls and a number of other things. There's some debate about who makes like the official authentic you know, Sheboygan hard rolls. Yeah, so I, on their website, on their timeline, it says in 1950, Joe Johnston developed the Sheboygan style, style hard roll. So they are officially claiming that he invented the, the, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, um, I'm not going to dispute it. I'm just going to say that there are some, some varying stories about where the Sheboygan, official Sheboygan hard roll comes from. But it's great, you know, and so you can't go wrong going here. And even if you're visiting, like if you're just a tourist coming to Sheboygan for a while, this is a great place to stop in the morning to get a donut or get a fresh baked bread or something like that, have a coffee and then make your way throughout the day. We love Johnston. So yeah, and like I said, they've been around for a long time. They opened their first bakery in 1950. It looks like Joe was a World War II veteran, came home and, and started the business with his spouse and 
looking at recent years, they have been awarded best donuts, best bakery for like a decade. Yeah. In Sheboygan. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very good. The, the Danish press readers choice awards. Oh, okay. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Danishes are amazing. The elephant ears are amazing. They make some good cookies, all of that stuff. Definitely bring somebody to share it with all of that stuff. will put you in a sugar coma for sure, but they're, they're very, very good. Yeah. I'll always have a weakness for fresh bakery, especially bread. So that is it. Again, with these revisits, we want to keep them shorter episodes. So we thank you for revisiting Sheboygan with us. And we'll be back again next month with another revisit. Stay tuned on the podcast channel and on the website, northwoodsdistilled.com. And then we will have big announcements coming out soon regarding the tabletop game that we're designing based on Northwoods Distilled. And you'll see some tie-ins from the podcast there as well. You can find us on social media. We have a subreddit just called Northwoods Distilled. You can search for Northwoods Distilled on LinkedIn. And then on Twitter, we are N Woods Distilled. And that's all I got. Dan, you got anything? Nope. It was great to revisit Sheboygan. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next month.